My name is Matt Brown. At this point, as I sit here, you know, I think since Friday, I made it clear that my intention was to play, and my intention was to play for the New York Jets. And let's start the show. Everybody, the world is a better place because you are here to join us. My name is Matt Brown, and I am the host of the Productive Conversations podcast. It is Thursday, March 16th, 2023, and you heard it in the cold opening. Aaron Rodgers on the Pat McAfee show yesterday saying he intends on playing and he intends on being the quarterback for the New York Jets. What a huge day for the New York Jets. What a huge day for New York sports and what a huge day for the NFL and a huge day for this podcast. We come together for the special edition of the show, an initial reaction to Aaron Rodgers going to the Jets after the incredible and the hard-hitting Pat McAfee interview. This is awesome. I'm really excited to have the NFL crew here together. And before we talk about this big event in the world of sports, I just want to remind you to like and subscribe to the Productive Conversations podcast on all podcasts and platforms and YouTube. And don't forget to check out our exclusive content across all social media platforms. We're on Instagram at Productive Conversations Podcast, Twitter at Proud Convo Pod, we're on TikTok at Productive Conversations. When this came out on Tuesday, that Aaron was going on Pat McAfee, a show that I am in. Inspired by all the time and extremely fond of. In fact, there is a Pat McAfee poster in this studio here. And we saw the big news drop and... I was really, really giddy and excited. I'm not a Jet fan. I've made that clear. I I don't despise the Jets, but I am not a fan. However, I am a huge fan of Aaron Rodgers. I always have been, and it's been proven on the show how much I've been a Aaron Rodgers apologist, especially last season. And the fact that he's coming to the tri-state area only excites me more. Now, go Big Blue, of course, and you know, when the Jets play the Giants this season, I hope the Giants embarrass the Jets. I hope the defense um, takes care of business against what should be an historically improved offense now that Aaron Rodgers is playing for the Jets. I just wanted to say that this is really, really cool. This is that big of a story to hold this emergency podcast. And thank God for my team being available so we could come together and discuss this soon-to-be historic move. We talk about the details of the deal in this panel discussion. We talk about Aaron Rodgers' motivation, how this shapes him, how this shapes the Jets, how this shapes the entire NFL season moving forward. And this is a podcast I'm really proud of. We were ready to see what happened once the news broke. We came together for an amazing podcast. And now let me present that to you, our productive conversation on Aaron Rodgers intending to go to the New York Jets. Hayden Nadler, Alex Ranelio, and Alex Young are here to discuss this potential big move. And it's going to be one incredible show. So let's get to it. Alex, Hayden, and Alex, it's your guys' turn once again. Here we go. This is a very productive conversation. The New York Jets and the New York Jets fan base has waited for a day like this. The biggest story in the NFL has become official on Wednesday, March 15th. At around 1 o'clock in the afternoon in front of 500,000 internet fans, 
it was announced that Aaron Rodgers on Pat McAfee's show said it himself. He intends to join the New York Jets. And now Aaron Rodgers will be the quarterback for the New York Jets coming into this season. As he said it on Pat McAfee, and he said the only thing holding it up is the Packers themselves, assuming they will fill out and form a deal within the next few days, it'll be official that Aaron Rodgers is your new quarterback for the New York Jets, a story that really does change the entire landscape of the NFL. So we come together for this special podcast with our crew. Hayden, Alex, and Alex Bryan's in Jamaica doing Jamaica things, his loss on this big opportunity, but we'll catch him later. But for us now to talk about this awesome story for the entire NFL, I'll simply ask, what do you guys think about Aaron Rodgers going to the New York Jets? I think it's fair to first ask the Jet fan in the room here. Hayden Nadler, Aaron Rodgers uh, is the new Jets quarterback. Tell us what you think. I mean, he is he is so fucking dicking us around and it's just absolutely ridiculous with all his <laughs> effing demands that he wants all these guys that are honestly not even that good. Like, I'm sorry, Alan Zart's fine, but like Randall Cobb's like 100 years old. Uh, Mercedes Lewis is a blocking tight end. Um, if you want to get OBJ, that's going to be another headache. Like, I mean, and, and it's still not official, by the way. Like, the Jets may not even, like, agree to some of these demands. So it's like, I, I just think the whole thing is ridiculous. Um, I mean, they're only you only got, like, a two- or three-year window anyway with him, considering the fact he's 39 years old. If I were the Jets, I would look to take a quarterback in the second or third round, develop him if you're going to have Rodgers. But I, I just think the whole thing is fucking ridiculous. Um, we're being dicked around. It's a terrible look for the Jets. Um, I mean, if you get him, that's great. You, you'll make the playoffs maybe once or twice. But then what happens if he's hurt? They don't have a backup quarterback right now because they got rid of Mike White. And hopefully Zach Wilson turns into a back quarterback. But the whole situation right now is just absolutely. And we have because we have a fucking moron as general manager. We have a fucking moron. That that's the truth. And he fucked this situation up. And we're gonna get Rodgers maybe, but like nobody knows what's gonna happen after that because he may not even play the full sixteen. And then they don't have a backup quarterback, so you can lose three games like with like that. So it's just very frustrating how this whole situation has played out. Um, I think the safer play would have been for go for Lamar Jackson. That's what I think they should have had. Would have been better for the long term. Got you five, six years in his prime right now. And I, I mean, who knows? Where, I, I don't even know if this deal is going to go through because it's you know been such a hassle. So I don't know. I'm I'm frustrated by the whole thing as a Jet fan, but I'll give it. I'll give it to other people to give their take. Well, Hayden, I I was not expecting that, but I appreciate it a lot, and this is this is why I love you. You're not afraid to tell what's on your mind, and uh, I think you do make some fair points. While some other Jet fans are absolutely ecstatic, and yes, to be clear, Aaron Rodgers said he intends on being the Jets' starting quarterback. It's not official yet because the Packers and Jets have not made a deal yet. But for the other two fans in the room or the other two football fans, and then what do you guys think about Aaron Rodgers coming to the Jets before we have a debate on it? Um, I'm kind of in the same realm as as Hayden on this. I think that there's a lot of questions up in the air just assuming that it goes through. Um, I think the list of demands are probably going to be acquiesced to at some level, you know, whether it's full capacity, like all the receivers. Um, this is kind of just the territory that you get with a drama thing like Aaron. I think that this is 
probably a bigger win long-term for the Packers. I think it's a short-term win for the, for the, uh, for the Jets, obviously, but there's still a lot of questions. I mean, you, you're still in a really tough AFC East. Um, the AFC as a whole is stacked. I think that the ceiling capacity for the Jets is still something below the Chiefs and the Bengals, if not the Bills as well. So I think that there's a lot of um, there's a lot of room for Aaron to be kind of swallowed up within the AFC. I think that he would have had a far easier path moving forward with the NFC, where you're really just dealing with San Fran. Um, Philly and the Giants to a lesser degree. So I think that from a career standpoint, like whatever he's trying to accomplish, I don't really see, I don't really see it for Aaron. Um, I think it's a uh, short-term win for the Jets because they, you know, they get to extend, you know, kind of um, their, their window of winning and take the next step. But again, I don't think that they're really um, answering their question at quarterback over the long, long haul. Like they still don't have their franchise guy moving forward. So it'll be interesting to see how it plays out, how they close this deal if they do. Um, I think that the the Packers, you know, they'll they're they're probably looking at the NFC North as a closing opportunity. They see that Minnesota has the reins on power for now. Um, uh, Detroit and Chicago are surging. They're going to be there for the long haul, especially if Chicago gets a new stadium. And uh, we're all really big on Justin Fields. So I think that they're probably looking at a full reboot at this point. And I think that they're probably going to come out four or five years completely stronger than they ever could have imagined as well. Uh, I'm I'm surprised by all this because I feel like I'm not on the Aaron Rodgers bandwagon, but I actually, actually, I'm actually excited for this. Uh, It's weird. Uh, am I, I don't know if I'm the only one in the room. Uh, I, I'm excited for it. I mean, I know the list of the man's got shot down by Rogers in, in a funny way, you know, saying that it was FNBS, that that was a whole thing. Again, he has the power. He's going to get his boys if he wants his boys there. I don't think it's out of the realm. Was it the exact specific players and stuff? Who knows? But Alan Lazard's there, so there's some pull there. I mean, I know he, he ripped into it saying, of course, he was going to say Lazard's his boy. People are asking him, you know, about Alan Lazard. Um, I think I'm, I'm excited for this, but again, we have to see what the compensation and the picks are and all that. Um, but for football, it's going to be fun. It's going to be exciting. I think, like everyone said, I totally agree. It's going to be tough in the AOC. I really don't see them winning a Super Bowl, but it's going to be cool to see Rodgers as a Jets quarterback, but it's going to be a tough road to climb. It's going to be a great story if he wins a Super Bowl. Um, but again, it's tough. The AFC is loaded. Uh, I, I think we all talked about this before. We all agreed he should have stayed in the NFC if he wanted to stay. Um, I bet there would be another team willing to trade within the NFC to get him. Um, but he said, you know, with how the Jets moved and how they presented everything to him, he wanted, if he saw the writing on the wall, the Packers moving on, going to Jordan Love. Um, and he said he would be a Jet. So we'll see if the deal is. But it's weird to me that. Everyone else doesn't seem excited as as it, but for, for football, it's going to be an interesting move, and it's going to be exciting to watch how these, these Jets work going forward. Um, again, seeing Pat McAfee get all that viewership was awesome. Again, people I feel undermined. I work in live streams all day. Seeing 500,000 mm-hmm. live concurrent viewers on a YouTube stream is freaking ridiculous, everyone. So, like, again, awesome to see that happen and see his show grow. He did a great job with as important of a – interview as possible today with huge news knowing he was going to get something um but like i said uh i'm excited to see this happen i hope it happens it seems you know aaron threw a a little bit of heat on the packers way but again said that he has no ill will but it seems like like the packers are the ones holding it up where 
we heard before that it was just the conversation was done. It was up to Rodgers. That got flipped on its head today. He said that he decided on Friday he was playing again, and, you know, it's up to the Packers and the Jets to figure out their compensation, and he's ready to go. It's on them. So um, it was an interesting interview. I, I was, like I said, again, shocked that Hayden, especially as a Jets fan, is not excited for this. I understand. Long-term, yes, of course, you don't know what to happen to franchise quarterback. Short-term, these next two, three years should be exciting for Jets fans. And like I said, well, hopefully when this deal goes through, we'll see that and, and, and you know, be very excited to see what happens going forward for this Jets team. I'm going to give like a little bit of a rebuttal. It's not that I'm not excited. Like, I, I think you have an MVP quarterback, like with Aaron Rodgers, one of the best to ever play the game. Um, obviously, you want him. Um, it's so, I mean, I'm excited for that. Like, I, I think it could be, but we've seen this in the past with the Jets where they, mm-hmm. they go big for with Brett Favre. We did that and it just yeah, that's didn't fair. work. Yeah. So it's just like it's very hard for me as a Jet fan to really get excited as, for anything considering the last 50 years the team has not given me any reason to be hopeful at, at all. Like my, me being a Mets fan, I so feel the it, same it, way. It, yep. it's, it's, I mean, I'm cautiously optimistic. Like, listen, with Aaron Rodgers, though, I, I don't think it's crazy to say the Super Bowl should be the – should be should, is, is the expectation. If you oh, have the you best quarterback. Oh, you have to. You have, you have to, to get, get the Super Bowl. And, and to be honest with Bowl, you, yeah. When, when you have a GM who hasn't made the playoffs in five years and then your expectation is to go to the Super Bowl, I mean, it's yeah. it's it's a, yeah. it's a lot of pressure. But that being yeah. said, like, I'm obviously happy because they have a quarterback who's one of the best ever. I mean, he is he is one of the – I would say probably he's the most talented – like Stephen A. Smith said, he's probably one of the top two or three most talented quarterbacks ever. Yeah, Like in course. terms of what he could do in a field. But, I, I mean, I'm just hoping that his body could stay, stay true to him because <laughs> the guy is – 40 years old. I mean, you're only going to get him for two years at most. And, you know. And how much, how much work is he going to put in in the offseason? How much commitment? How much scrutiny is he going to get for the media that he can handle? You can run away from it in Green Bay. You can't run away from it in New York. Yeah. <laughs> the thing, too, that really fascinates me is like, again, I don't, it's not that I don't find it, um, you know, exciting news. I just looking at measurable kind of who's winning the trade here. And I just see that Green Bay is looking at an inevitable kind of, crash under the weight of the you know competitors in the division so it looks like a a perfect opportunity to reboot lots of draft picks you know a lot of equity and capital that's coming in from the jets in this deal so it looks kind of like a perfect storm for them because the truth of the matter is aaron's been kind of dominating this relationship and jostling this organization around for years now so it feels like it was kind of inevitable this was going to happen and now we're kind of in a holding pattern until this trade gets confirmed it kind of feels like aaron's kind of in a no-lose situation because he's like look i've been trying to get uh this deal done but, you know, the Packers are holding it up because they can't acquiesce to my demands, you know, and my stipulations and concessions. But at the same time, he's like, look, Jet fans, I want to be a Jet. I'm ready to go. So it kind of feels like, once again, he's kind of burying the lead and getting ahead of whatever is to come down the pipeline of media. I mean, it is nice to say he wants to play for the Jets. I mean, that that, that is nice. Yeah. Considering, yeah. Like, I, I, I'm, not, I'm, I'm, I'm extremely excited. It's not that I'm not excited. Like for the short time, I I think like this is the first time they've had since probably I'm gonna go 1999 where they've had like legitimate like le- legitimate Super Bowl aspirations. Mm-hmm. But you just you know you have to expand the roster as a whole. Like I still think they're even with Alan Lazard, I still think they're a little bit weak at wide receiver. I still think they need a running back with Brees Hall. Like their offensive line is still a little bit weak. Like they need another safety. Like the team as a whole has to get better. Like. And, like, they have a ton of pieces, I agree. Like, the offense is going to be great, but, like, you just got to see how healthy the guy is going to be because the guy is not 
guy isn't 25 years old. Like Lamar yeah. Jackson's 25. Like he's he's 40. So it's like I'm wondering like how he's going to be. And he's never really had injury concerns in the past. But you know yeah. this, the line's got to protect him because we don't exactly have a line where, you know, Lamar Jackson could scramble and get out of tr- uh, get out of trouble or a mobile quarterback. Aaron Rodgers isn't. He's more of a pocket passer. Like he he has pretty good mobility actually. Aaron Rodgers. If he has to, yeah, he can he use it. He has very good mobility. He's good on the run. Yeah. He's, more, he's t- traditionally more of a yes. pocket passer. Mm-hmm. That's the truth. Yeah, you know, for me, I'm not a Jet fan. I'm far from it. <laughs> However, and it's been on the record here, I'm a big Aaron Rodgers fan, and I'm happy to be in the same market to watch him every mm-hmm. single day for that aspect. And, you know, for except for the – for some of the Jeff fans that are annoying that I don't, I want to see this be a failure. I can push that aside. I'm just excited to see Aaron Rodgers being around. But, um, and the other thing too, and and Alex, you're getting a little bit on this, just a great thing to say quickly before my next point on here, this story, arguably a story that is just as big, if not a little bit bigger than the Super Bowl because of how it affects everything on a beyond a mainstream level. Obviously, the Super Bowl is the biggest story, but this is just as close, if not on that level. And this story broke not on ESPN, not on Bleacher Report. It broke on an independent podcast. And for that, that is a win for the podcast community. Awesome stuff, Pat McAfee there. Now, moving on, and Hayden, you were you said in your first point you were annoyed by this, and I'd like to just hit on this a little bit more, and especially how... You know, Mark Murphy, the uh, president of the Packers, quote unquote, and now this process has unfolded and Rogers was very damning on Mark Murphy's words. And after Mark Murphy was caught in the middle of what his some family members volleyball game and pretty much implying that we're ready to move on to and him talking about how they're the ones who are holding this up. I mean, Hayden, you seem to not really appreciate how this has been uh rolling you over but at least you know that you're on the other side i've noticed uh, and i've talked to plenty of jet fans f this guy this guy sucks he's taking so long and of course after the news today you know what he's not so bad i love this guy so much there's so many jet fans like that and it seems that hayden is not that way and i appreciate that so uh, i mean me it's it, the whole process has been extremely frustrating so you know i mean we'll see hopefully they get we get our guy you know that would be the great. That would be great, and I think we're going to. But that being said, like, yeah. uh, there, and then there, I'm also hearing of reports that th- this could possibly go until the draft. Like, I did hear that. I did hear like, yeah. reports like that. I mean, <laughs> like, how could you not? I mean, how? It, and this is this is on Joe Douglas. Like, how could you not know who your starting quarterback is by the draft? Like, you you're drafting players and not knowing who the quarterback is. That it's going to be hard for them to assimilate, get get chemistry with the receivers, everyone on the team. Um, I just think, I mean, I don't want to say it's a major screw up because, I mean, if they get Aaron Rodgers, obviously they get one of the greatest quarterbacks ever. But how this process has played out is a major screw up by by uh, Joe Douglas. Uh, yeah, I think you put the blame on, on both both teams because, you know, I oh, understand. Yeah, yeah, and in Green Bay as well. I mean, like, we all know Jordan Love's going to get a shot. And it's, it's kind of weird, the parallels we've all seen this now with Jordan Love getting his shot a few years after getting drafted in the first round. Aaron Rodgers. Brett Favre, now it's Jordan Love. We'll see how that all plays out. But it's weird that this is all happening and it seems like there's not a lot of urgency on both sides. And I, I think the next few days are interesting because you can't let, like, hey, you can't let this go until the draft. Like, that's crazy to me that they will think about holding this up all the way to the draft. Because And, I mean, it's just 
Like, because well, are, are, yeah. is there going to be a Mets and Carlos Correa situation? To but, yeah, that falls like we really hope not. But that's again, it's like then that flips everything on the head for the Jets because then every pretty much all their options, all their backup plans are now signed by other teams at this point for the quarterback market. And, you know, until until I hear something where it says, yeah. you know, he signed yeah. a deal or whatever, yeah. I'm not, you know, how exactly. am I supposed to know? So yeah, so it's they can't to play for the Jets is you yeah, know that's you know there has to be a thing, and that's what, like these next few days I think is going to be super important, and I feel like the media is going to press that this deal has to be done. There's no way this thing goes to the draft. That that's absolutely ridiculous. And if Joe Douglas and the Packers also that all, like that's just a, a huge misstep by both teams. Like you have to figure this out over the next few days. Your star quarterback for the Packers said he's ready to move on. The Packers are ready to move on. The Jets are willing to take him on. Get it done. Get it I done, mean, and it's bad for Jordan Love too. I mean, it's, exactly. uh, it's not good for any one of us. Yeah, it hangs him. It hangs him up now. And like I said, Rogers is ready to go. He praised Jordan Love. Like Jordan Love is trying to step into this role. At, now he's the leader of this team going forward. You hang this up to the draft, though. Jordan Love is all confused. Is Rogers here now? Is he not here? What am I doing? What is, is, is am I the face of, of this team going forward? Like that's what I said. Next few days is going to be super critical to see what happens here, and both teams really need to make the step going forward to getting this deal finalized. I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, we'll, we'll see. I mean, I, I like the fact that it's, it's nice. I mean, that we have, he has some type of, you know, balls going after, you know, um, Rogers. I, I respect it to an extent. Do I think it, you know, I think it's a little bit misguided. Yes. I mean, you know, I, I think there should have been a little bit more urgency on other quarterbacks too. Like cause yeah, I know. If yeah. something, if something doesn't happen with this guy, you know, like, they're they're fucked. Yeah, they're they're, they're all no off way, yeah. the board now. They're, 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 they're pretty much. They're they're, they're pretty they much. Have, yeah. They literally have had zero contingency plan. I mean, zero. Exactly. That's why. That's why I'm saying I was like, draft a guy this year, like have him develop for a couple of years. Like, like I don't but, really see if they love a guy in the draft this year, why wouldn't they draft him? Like, there, yeah. there's no reason the Jets wouldn't draft the quarterback. Yeah, but I, I agree with that too. Sorry, Matt, just real quick. But it's like mm-hmm. all their contingency plans will be off the table, and you can draft a guy. But you're you can't like the big thing. I think we all you can't have Jets fans think Zach Wilson is going to be your starting quarterback. Oh no, 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 I'm I'm, I'm one hundred percent with yeah. that. Yeah, like that's what I'm saying. Like, you, that like that's why they have to be pressing on this now because there's no way their backup plan is Zach Wilson. Even if they yeah, draft a no, no, guy, no, there's I, no I, way that can I am, happen. I am totally with you on that, bro. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I would never debate that. Yeah. But, you know. Just what about all the notions that the Jets are "quote unquote" a quarterback away with a young stellar defense oh, and these I... weapons of Garrett Wilson, Elijah Moore? It looks like the the two are staying. Braxton Berrios got cut. It looks like Corey Webster, Corey Webster, uh, Corey, Corey Davis is going to get Davis cut. Davis yeah. is going to get cut, and you know we'll see what other options are out there, like a Adam Thielen, or if they want to make a deal with a T Higgins and the Bengals, who might have to cut him. For a cap space, uh, do you believe in that notion, or as Hayden implied, there's a lot more work to do? Uh, I mean, I believe there's a lot more work to do, but mm-hmm. I'll let the other guys. I'll let up uh, the other guys yeah, go on this one. Yeah, I, I, I would say yes. It's, it's not over just because you get Aaron Rodgers. I think there's a bunch of great, like Hayden said earlier, like I said earlier. <laughs> excuse me. There's a bunch of great pieces in place for sure, but you need to add to those pieces. You know, their defense is locked in, but again, they need some depth in some places on the defense. The offensive line, they have some people, but again, some of their big names have injury history. You got to get depth on the offensive line. 
I agree with Brees Hall. I think he's a stud. I think he's going to be your A1 running back. Don't get me wrong. If he stayed healthy, you know, he would have been, you know, offensive rookie of the year in my eyes. You got it in Garrett Wilson, so you got two great weapons. But, again, get a solid veteran to back up Brees Hall, you know, to, to, you know, especially coming off an ACL injury to, you know, lessen the blow on him a little bit. So I, I think there's definitely – some pieces there, but you got a quarterback with some of those offensive weapons and a quarterback like Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, you're going to be successful, but I don't think it's just him and they're going to the Super Bowl again. You know, they have Super Bowl aspirations for sure with Rodgers. They need to shore up some things on their roster. But again, it's tough. The AFC is tough and you need to have a top notch team pretty much top to bottom in order to compete in the AFC for a Super Bowl, especially right now. Yeah, I, I, I totally concur with everything you said. I think that the first mission should be just getting into the playoffs and making a second round appearance if you can, um, you know, just for Aaron's sake, but also for the organization's sake, you know, you got to get build momentum through the, through the season. There's a lot of, you know, improvement to be, to be made on the offensive line. I, I agree that Brees Hall is a stud. He's got to be the, uh, the running back moving forward. Um, but, you know, there's still a lot of questions about uh, Robert Sala as a coach, you know, and how's he going to gel, um, and I think that, you know, you're, again, you're, you're entering the, the 2023-2024 season in probably the second toughest division, you know, in, in football. And, yeah. and that's they're not another... the favorites in this division yet. They're still talking about Buffalo. You would yeah, say, Miami uh, getting better. You think it's the second toughest division in football? I, I, don't, I don't agree with you on that. I mean, I, well, I, think, I think there's other divisions that are there. Well, I think, go, no, I think, you know, off of last like year's results i think like you can make a case that yeah, you it's can like, make the case yeah because every one, every one of the right. better ones but going into this season i think that there's the the, the playing field is going to be a lot higher than the other divisions yeah, no, I, I i hear that my only point in saying all that is that aaron hasn't really faced a lot of competition in the nfc north in recent years so i think it's going to be a little bit of a wake-up call and again the the thing that the lead that we're kind of burying too is that he hasn't he hasn't really dealt with a lot of public scrutiny and, and media attention in Green Bay. New York's a different animal. Matt knows that. Alex knows that. I mean, Hayden, you know that. It's yeah, just a that. animal. You know, there's a reason that no one talks about my fucking Raiders on TV. It's because, yes. A, no one gives it, but B, Vegas is not like a major sports hub. It's not like New York. So I think that he has to adjust and just be ready for that. He's been able to take off ample time in the offseason and not be held accountable for not coming into training camp ready to go and, and gelling with his uh, players. And it's, and it's, and it's played out in his performance. You know, he's been the proverbial first round exit. So he's got to really put everything out there. If he's going to be committed to this team moving forward too. Yeah. I think the way it's going to go is at least Throughout the summer until training camp, Aaron, there's nothing Aaron Rodgers can do no wrong in front of the Jet fan. Um, and then we will go through the first week. We'll go through September and October as long as he keeps winning. What did Aaron uh, – Brett Favre, what did he start, 8-3 in 08? Yep, 8-3. And, three. and yeah. then it all went collapsed to Chad Pennington of all people who won the division. Now, if it gets yep. to that, then, then, you know, same old Jets again. But the only thing you have is this guy's a – a you know not a he's won two of the last three MVPs and he will see these these quote unquote weapons that he didn't have and they are upgrade which includes the offensive rookie of the year and one thing I wanted to ask as a good transition is do we feel that Mark Murphy with what Aaron Rodgers has said uh, in Pat McAfee's interview about moving on that how he was 
ready to retire. He said he was 90 to 95% sure he was retiring after going in the retreat. Comes out of the retreat, and then it's implied from all these messages they're ready to move on. And didn't give him a quote-unquote gracious exit. And he himself said, I'm arguably the best Packer of all time. And he said, you know, if they just said that we're going to go in a different direction like that, I'd be fine. But because you didn't, and because you put me out there like that, fuck you. I'm going to prove you wrong. I'm going to the Jets and challenging you. Should Mark Murphy be enemy number one in Green Bay for that? And because of that, will give that will this give Aaron Rodgers that special motivation to bring the Jets over the hump? Yeah, uh, I think I. I- I think it gave him a special, typical Aaron Rodgers, weird, something weird like that, giving him the motivation. But we've seen that in the past with the Packers. And I don't know how they haven't learned from past mistakes, but like some of their legends, they really like dropped the ball on their way out. Uh, we saw it with Clay Matthews. We saw it with John Driver, Jordy Nelson, Wright Jennings, you know, just to name a few of the recent, you know, um, you know, players and icons of, of the franchise. Um, and Aaron brought up a lot of those names on that. Um, yeah, I, I think it did, you know, because, you know, we all know how certain athletes are and competitors are. And, you know, Aaron, like I said, was 90-10 retiring. He comes out, you know, the Packers say, take the, all the time you want to think and contemplate. He comes out of darkness retreat and it all seems like, hey, you're getting shopped this team, you know. So I think it did fire him up. I think it will give him something, you know, to lean on. I think it also, you know, we've seen it with other top athletes across other sports when they move to a different team after a long stay somewhere else. That It does give him a drive to prove everyone wrong, that they can do it also. We just saw recently with Tom Brady, right? Everyone's, oh, it was Belichick who, you know, led you on that. Goes to Tampa, says, screw you, Bill. I didn't need you. Here I go. I have a Super Bowl, yeah. right? So Matt Stafford won with LA. Know, yeah, is that Matt Stafford again? Long time with Detroit. You know, all, he's not really that good of a quarter. Goes to LA with a head coach that really believed in him, wins the Super Bowl, right? So, you know, we've seen before in a typical, you know, Rogers fashion, that was the one thing that set him off. That the guy did, even though he mentioned years before, Pat McAfee had a clip that showed that thing. You said the same thing years before, that they had to treat their old guys better. They did it again with Rodgers, and they didn't learn, and now he has this motivation to go be the Jets quarterback. So, again, I think that's really Packers dropping the ball yet again on another all-time great um, because Aaron's the type of guy that likes his sentiment and, and honors and all that stuff, and they didn't give it to him. So he said, you know what? Screw you. I know I'll get my honors sometime down the road, but I'm going to prove you're all wrong that, you know, I, you, you should have oh, called it. I hope it would light a fire under his ass because being a proverbial first-round exit, it just seems like he's his heart is not in it the way it should be as a competitor. Now, again, like I'm the resident basher of of Aaron Rodgers, but I'm just looking objectively at kind of what you know his performance has been on the field. It's always been about MVPs. It's always been about stats, good QBR, yada yada. He wants his, his he wants that. It just feels like a weight of burden has been removed off of the shoulders of you know the organization with Green Bay again. I'm not defending entirely their past history of dealing with star players. It's difficult being in a small market and having, you know, the payroll and, and, you know, the committee around them with organized decisions. I think that the way they handled and treated, you know, like Jordy Nelson and Greg Jennings and all those guys, it's a very difficult thing when you have, you know, expensive guys on payroll and you're dealing with egos and whatnot. But again, you know, Brett Favre was constantly riding the fence. Am I going to retire? Am I not? This and that, yada, yada. And they gave him a really long, um, they gave him a really long leash to do what he wanted and 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 exercise all his options. And they've been giving a long, 
long leash with Aaron Rodgers over the years of being able to come back and ask for concessions and work with the organization, even against, even against the best wishes of the shareholders with the, the Green Bay Packers organization. So it just feels like over the long term, this is going to be a win for the Packers. And I just, I, just not even on behalf of Aaron Rodgers, but I just don't really understand like, um, the necessity to, you know, fire back at the Packers for all that they've given him. Because, yeah, they may not have been impeccably perfect at drafting year after year on behalf of Aaron and what he needs to staff this roster, but it just seems like it's always me, 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 and there's zero accountability for shortcomings in the postseason. Hmm. What about you, Hayden? Do you think this guy is the special motivation that could even – you know, change your mind and press like maybe if he's going to finally if this is going to be the one thing, the one thing that truly motivates him for the hundreds of times he could have. But this is the one I'm sure that could uh, excite you even a little more. I mean, you? it's it's tough for me to say. I mean, I think just being a <laughs> I mean, just being a god in New York, in New York is pretty much motivation enough. They haven't won a Super Bowl in 50 years. I think Aaron Rodgers is looking at it and say, oh, like, I want to be the hero of New York. I mean, he, you, you win a Super Bowl with the Jets, you'll be known as the greatest figure in New York sports history. Like, it's without a question. Like, he, he would eclipse Derek Jeter. He would eclipse uh, – with the Jets. And I, I'm telling I hope he does win a Super Bowl with Jets because I'm so fucking tired of hearing about Joe Namath, the most overrated <laughs> history of the world who won one Super Bowl won one Super Bowl by just making a guarantee his numbers were terrible but you know I'm so fucking tired of hearing about Joe Namath so hopefully you know he can win a Super Bowl so I don't have to hear about a guy who's from 50 years ago that means nothing right now so you know but that's what that's what New York is you win one title with them you, you're going to be in forever in history so maybe yep. Aaron Rodgers wants to cement his name in the history books so I don't necessarily think it's a parting gift at the Packers I just think it's Aaron Rodgers wanting to re, redefine his legacy and be known as one of the greats in, in NFL history and only winning one Lombardi with the Packers. If he goes and wins one with the Jets, he's going to be a mythical god pretty much. Is Darren going to be able to retain the number 12? Yeah, you got to ask Joe, that. Joe Namath, uh, Joe Namath gave the blessing he can take it, and he said on McAfee he wow, knows wow. that he gave him the – he knows he gave him permission. He appreciates it, but – I think he's still going to decide later. He said that's yeah, going to be a conversation for another day. For another day, yeah. He said he was going to wait for the trade officially pretty much to go through and, and make that official, and that will be the conversation after of what number he will kill rock, if he will do the 12 or if he will pick another number. Also in the interview, he implied that – what was the the quote he said? There is somebody who's been my favorite coordinator – I'm paraphrasing here, but my favorite coordinator I ever worked with here, someone special to me. And we all know he's talking about Nathaniel Hackett, so it seems like it worked. Just hire Nathaniel Hackett after getting embarrassed in Denver as a head coach as their offensive coordinator to attract Rodgers as the bait, and he came through there. Now, do we think Nathaniel Hackett can redeem himself from this and hearing this news and maybe – Aaron Rodgers doesn't even come to the Jets if Nathaniel Hackett isn't here. What, what do we think about that aspect? Uh, I'm going to go real quick because just hearing Rodgers, that was like the only time Rodgers seemed pissed in the interview with Pat. And I know like Pat asked and, and, and AJ Hawk asked some questions, but when they imply that like he was the recruiter and the so, like social media said that Nathaniel was the recruiter and the only reason why he's a Jet is because of Nathaniel Hackett, I was actually interested on what, what Rodgers said, which was pretty much BS. That he was the recruiter, and the other reason why he wants to be a Jet is because Nathaniel was there. Um, he just said, like I said, he was an added plus. But 
I, I think it did help. Obviously, he was at that meeting with the four hours that they all talked and all that stuff. He was there. He's comfortable with him. Um, but at the end of the day, I think it's going to work. I mean, he's comfortable with him. He had some of his more prolific years with Nathaniel Hackett. He praised him, said he was one of the best offensive minds. He said, if I didn't even go there, though, it wasn't really the reason why. It's stupid for people to think that that's the only reason why he got hired as a Jet offensive coordinator. Um, but I think it's going to be interesting that dynamic again. Um, I, I, you know, was he the sole recruiter? I, I don't really know for sure, but I, you know, I am of the belief that it did help. Um, but it was interesting to see Rodgers actually get heated on a question about Nathaniel Hackett being the recruiter, if you will, for the Jets. I mean, Aaron Rodgers' talent is going to be—he's going to be amazing no matter who's the coordinator. It's—it's it's kind of like Peyton Manning or Tom Brady. Like no matter who's the coordinator, he's going to be good. So it's. He's one of those guys. So it's it's very hard for me to say that like Nathaniel Hackett was the prime recruiter. Um, I don't necessarily agree with that. I think Rogers' talent will, will supersede any anyone who's the coordinator. Mm-hmm. I think it was yeah. To your point, uh, and I think it was kind of convenient for both Green Bay and the Jets to be in a situation where, that they're both in now. Um, I think kind of I think it was more like a cherry on top to sweeten the pot a little bit. Mm-hmm have Nathaniel Hacker hired. It's almost like it kind of reminds me of like when they were at a crossroads with the Lakers and it was pre LeBron and they hired Magic Johnson to kind of bring him in to kind of sweeten the deal and kind of get him spoken into the the transition to get him into Los Angeles. It kind of feels a lot like that. Mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers also in this interview shot down some journalists. Talked about one for Aaron from Adam Schefter on how he was able to somehow find his number and ask him, can you confirm or deny? And then we now have a meme that he said, and let me look at the text so I don't mess this up, but he simply said, lose my number, good try though. And they also shot down the Diana Rossini report about mm-hmm. how he had a list of players that he wanted to come on, which include, as mentioned here, the uh, the players already mentioned, Lewis, Cobb, um, Lazard and OBJ. But how do we feel about this? And this really excited me because most insiders are wrong. Most insiders wild people up and they're the reason why you feel some type of way. Reckon Schefter is a great reporter and he is somebody you can trust mightily. He still has some criticisms in there. What do we think about Aaron Rodgers coming after those journalists? Typical Aaron. Yeah, I mean, I I enjoyed it. I you found think it, it was funny. justified what he did? Were you happy? He did will this teach um, journalists that he more held accountable? Because if you mess up, then you're going to be a meme yourself. Yeah, I I think I think it was justified in a way. Just it's just because of how the world is, how how social media is, how, how journalism has really changed, especially in sports, where it went from you know legitimate takes and and research and information to now just whatever drives views, whatever is clicks, whatever does that, right? And I don't think I refreshed on Twitter as much as I have in the past few days that I did try to figure out this yeah. news. Uh, so props to Trey Wingo, by the way, for like standing firm on, he, he had most of the things right. Mm-hmm. So he had, he had a good source. So I'll say that, but you know, with the chef, of stuff with the, the, the list things as well that were reported, you know, it kind of flipped on its head and, and good on Rogers to kind of bring that up, but it's typical Aaron to say things like that and call out, you know, certain reporters, and I guess he kind of has a thing out for Schefter and everyone over there, and he's wrapped the Major Rap board a few times. But 
it's true, you know, that there's certain things, and I guess you kind of saw this week and you have seen before that, you know, with stuff with his name, it kind of semi-true stuff or, you know, whatever gets, you know, he's even said it's like a game of telephone these days, right? Where one person says one thing, the next person, next person, next person, and then it's just driving clicks and views based off statements. So justified, yeah, but it's just, you know, the thing on some of you, maybe he didn't have to do that. He could have probably talked in a general sense, but it is true. That this is how, you know, the, the the type of reporting is these days is people trying to break the news and trying to get eyes as quick as possible in this day and age. Whereas before it was kind of true reporting and getting all the knowledge first before saying anything second. I think, um, yeah, no, I mean, it, I'm kind of in between because I don't blame Aaron for, you know, kind of firing back and correcting the record. I think that there's definitely some subpar, you know, journalism <laughs> it's pretty evident these days um and you know it's it's natural for players to kind of be combative and go back and you know correct the record and, and you know state their claim especially with you know immediate uh flow of information and news these days um i i think that he it's something that he just needs to also in like in addition to defending aaron and responding i think he just it should be kind of an early taste of what is to come he needs to kind of prepare and be ready for this the onslaught that is going to be coming with the new york media and the national media you know at large so i think that you know at a small sample size he is kind of preparing what's to come if if he's going to be able to stomach this and 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 um yeah it just comes with the territory um yeah that's yeah no i i'm i agree with you alex i think he's got to be able to get ready for this and um you know, this is an interesting kind of a test by fire to see how he, he reacts to the New York media. Yeah, I think it's, it, 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 got, it has a little flavor of like what Kevin Durant was going through when he was going to Golden State. Um, just yeah. kind of taking jabs at the, the time and place and the, the location with the media. But, um, you know, he prevailed through that. He proved people wrong. And hopefully Aaron does the same. Yeah, and I think honestly, him versus the New York media is a match made in heaven. Mm. We won't be phased. We'll continue to have... He'll continue to play people like a fiddle. Record going off his word that he wasn't the one holding it up, that it was the franchise themselves what took so long. But now it's, like, yeah, you it's AFC Championship or bust for sure. And we'll see how long he lasts. He's 39 going on 40. And he's, he's here. He's ready to play. And I think it's just going to be a fascinating character study from here on out. And we are going to have one fun season of covering him to see where it goes. But any other final thoughts on Aaron Rodgers to the Jets before we wrap it up? No, I think I'm good for now. I think I got all my points across. Yeah, same here. Looking forward to it. And uh, like I said, hopefully by next week's show, we'll maybe have some big finalized news for everyone to hear. That's yeah, right. I tell all our, our, all our listeners and viewers, stay tuned this week for any updates. And, uh, We'll be coming at you next week. Exactly. Just as Alex said, we'll see you next week, a week from, well, not a week from, sorry. This Tuesday, we will have an NFL free agency show for you. Also, check out all other content throughout the week, and it'll be a lot of fun. But Aaron Rodgers, intending to go to the New York Jets. What a day. See you soon, everybody. I love podcasting. I love it so much. And the fact that we came together to podcast on this historic event doesn't get any better than that. 
And I just want to thank the greatest fans and listeners in the world for tuning in every week and supporting us so that we could keep creating this amazing content like this for you as we always continue to entertain, inform, and inspire the greatest fans and listeners in the world, the Productive Nation. Don't forget to like and subscribe to the Productive Conversations podcast on all podcasts and platforms and YouTube. And don't forget to check out exclusive content regarding the show on ProductiveConversationsPodcast.com. And don't forget to check us out on the world of social media or on Instagram at Productive Conversations Podcast, Twitter at ProdConvoPod, and we're on TikTok at Productive Conversations. So we will see you next week with a whole other batch of productive conversations. We will start next week on Tuesday with more on the NFL free agency and all the moves being made. I mean, we saw Jamal Williams go to Carolina, Darren Waller go into the Giants, and you know I have some words on that. Um... Obviously, Aaron Rodgers going to the Jets. Uh, Baker Mayfield going to the Buccaneers. Lamar Jackson still awaiting a team to take him. Or we'll see if he winds up returning to the Ravens. But we'll talk about some franchise tagging. Um, Daniel Jones going to be the new quarterback for the Giants. Well, not the new quarterback. He's going to stay as the quarterback of the Giants with a brand new deal. And Saquon getting a franchise tag. I mean, yeah, there's a lot going on. I mean, look. The Chicago Bears, they traded the first overall pick to Carolina, and Carolina gave DJ Moore to them and other picks. So um, lots to do, lots to talk about, and let's say it again because it's said all the time, the NFL is king, and we will be talking about all the free agency moves and offseason moves that have been made so far, and we'll see if some more big ones take place next week and as we approach the end of march we have the college basketball tournament tipping off officially today so we will cover that once the sweet 16 rolls around baseball is starting so we'll do an exclusive yankee podcast and then all of mlb um we have you know another nba podcast taking place um we have some other friends coming along and we have wrestlemania to talk about as well so what an action-packed few weeks we're gonna have and we're gonna have it for you with big smiles on our faces nothing but entertainment nothing but great information and quality content throughout here on the productive conversations podcast but great job to hayden alex and alex alex ranelli and alex young thank you to alex de jesus for producing content for us on the internet and what he does as the associate producer and i want to thank you the greatest fans and listeners in the world for tuning in and always supporting us no matter what so we let us have a wonderful weekend enjoy saint patrick's day definitely be safe out there and make good choices and decisions and i will see you on tuesday let's have a fun and relaxing weekend it's getting light later the weather is warming up and before you know it it's going to be a spring season and then the summer's here and then the nfl season will be back so let us enjoy the times beforehand enjoy every single moment and there's definitely some good times ahead my name is matt brown i am the host of the productive conversations podcast aaron Rodgers is a jet and that only means the future is even brighter because of it don't forget to check in on your friends and family and i will see you on tuesday have a great weekend everybody peace